Welcome to Beautiful Baggage, confidence, wellness, and wisdom through travel and everyday adventure. I'm Stephanie Martin-Taylor, your guide to this podcast journey. Thanks for joining me. I hope you're doing well. Before we get going with this episode, I want to say thank you to each of you who's listened to the first few episodes as I get this podcast going. It's so encouraging to hear that you're enjoying it. The feedback you're giving me is really helpful. And I'm glad to hear that you're getting something out of it. This really gives me motivation to keep producing episodes. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So today we're going to begin talking about another key element of my beautiful baggage mission, which is to help you enjoy the moment wherever your sense of adventure takes you. I have many tools and techniques for that that I want to share with you in future episodes, but today I simply want to ask the question, what makes a great adventure? What are some of the key things that have to happen to make an experience worthwhile? Having answers to this question, your own answers, I think is really important because it gives you signposts to look for when you're traveling or trying something new close to home. And I want to encourage you to share your thoughts with me after you've listened to this episode and had some time to think it through for yourself. More on how to reach me in just a bit. But first, just to get you thinking about the question, I'll share what I think are key three elements of a really worthwhile experience from my perspective. I came up with this list by looking back on the very first family vacation I ever went on when I was about five and a half years old. The destination was Wyoming, primarily Yellowstone and Grand Teton National Park. And even though I still hadn't started kindergarten, I was just about to start, I remember so many details of that trip so vividly, in large part due to the elements, three elements I'm about to talk about. Element number one is rich sensory experience. These are sensory experiences that jolt you a bit. The way things do when you're a child, seeing things for the first time, being open as to sights, sounds, smells, the way children are, really helps lock experiences into your memory. So what sensory experiences do I remember from that trip to Wyoming? So many things. I'm not going to bore you with all the details, but I'm going to just pick out a couple that for whatever reason, jump out at me the most. I remember intensely beautiful, and for me, unusual sights. Mountains covered with massive glaciers, buffalo crossing the road and shutting down the highway, the famous Old Faithful geyser shooting hot water into the air. These are some of the classic sights from this beautiful part of the United States that people travel from all over the world to see. They're impressive at any age, but especially when you're a child. I also associate that trip with taste, specifically sugary sweet cereals like Apple Jacks and Fruit Loops. I was never allowed to have that stuff at home, but since we were traveling and there weren't many breakfast options, in the cabin complex where we were staying, my parents broke down and bought a few of those Kellogg's Variety Fun Packs. And seeing the milk turn all kinds of weird, unnatural colors was one of the highlights of the trip. Remember, I was five and a half years old. Other sensory experiences I'll never forget include the feel and smell of the brisk mountain air. My family lived in Dallas, Texas, so this was a completely new climate, 
a new altitude, and it all felt so different. So again, number one on my list of what makes a great adventure, rich sensory experiences. They were part of what made the trip I took at five and a half so memorable decades later, and I think they're absolutely essential to any great journey. Number two on my list of what makes a great adventure might be a little bit surprising because it's not something I or you would probably intuitively welcome, and that's a bit of drama, some moments of tension. One of the reasons I think that's important, and I learned this in my former career as a journalist, that drama is an element of any good story. And ultimately what our adventures do for us is they create new stories that we can draw on. And when we look at them through a helpful lens, they can help us grow and benefit. On this trip, the big drama happened when we were leaving Wyoming, going back home to Texas. We're on the plane, literally backing away from the gate, and my dad looks down on the tarmac, turns to my mom and says, matter-of-factly, there's our luggage. When my little five-and-a-half-year-old brain processed that statement, I burst into tears, and I started wailing about my panda. My favorite stuffed animal of all time was my panda. He was this worn-out beanbag with floppy ears, button eyes. He was in my suitcase, and I thought we were flying away and leaving him forever. And I cried and cried all the way home to Texas, and my mom gave me Apple Jacks to make me feel better. I remember that very specifically. (laughs) Now, was this a great way to end a trip? No, of course not. But I have to say that when my parents and I reminisce about that very first vacation, my meltdown on the plane is always part of the story. It's what made the adventure especially memorable. And there was a lesson in there too for all of us. Don't ever pack anything you can't stand to lose in your checked luggage. And yes, by the way, the story had a happy ending. The next morning I woke up with my panda on the pillow next to me. The airline had done what it was supposed to do and delivered all our luggage to us in the middle of the night. So a bit of drama, in small doses of course, is number two on my list of what makes a great adventure. I've learned to value a bit of drama in my journeys as long as it isn't something tragic or terribly traumatic, because I think that especially with time and perspective, it can be useful in many ways. It can help boost the memory of an experience, it can add some humor, some texture, And it can offer important life lessons that ultimately make us wiser and more emotionally resilient. The third component of a great adventure for me is an uplifting surprise. It can be something really subtle, or in the case of this family vacation that I'm telling you about, something pretty big and memorable. So the moment of surprise happened at the very beginning of the trip. We got in our rental car at the Jackson Hole Airport, and we were on the road to Yellowstone and Grand Teton National Parks. My mom looked out the window and said really excitedly, look, Stephanie, horses, which is the kind of thing that my mom would have said uh, in this, this environment, because despite growing up in Dallas and despite common perception out there, there aren't a lot of horses roaming around suburban Dallas. I don't know how many I'd actually seen in my life at this point. So seeing horses out in a field was really exciting. And of course, she wanted my mom wanted her five-year-old daughter to, to take it all in. So I looked at the horses. But because I was five and a half, or I believe because I was five and a half, and looking at the world with the wonder of a child, and the way a child looks at things with such intensity, 
I didn't just look at the horses. I looked at the faces of the people on the horses. And I said, it's President Carter. And there's a pause like, yeah, right, kid. You don't watch much TV, and the only celebrities you can possibly know are President Carter, Mr. Rogers, and maybe the cast of Sesame Street. Those are the only people you would have recognized on a vacation, and the odds of it being President Carter are pretty slim. But my mother looked at the horses and the faces of the people on the horses and said, oh my gosh, it is President Carter. Stephanie, wave, wave. And I jumped to my knees no judgment. This was the 70s. I don't think there was even a seatbelt in the back seat at this point. And I waved out the back of the car to President Carter, who was on the horse. And he gave me this huge President Carter toothy smile and a big wave. It's still kind of unbelievable to me that this happened on my very first vacation. And in fact, last night, as I was thinking about this episode, I googled President Carter, Wyoming, horseback riding, And sure enough, up came his 1978 trip to the Grand Teton National Park. And there's a picture of him, which I will share, or I'll share the link to it. I'll share on my show notes the picture of President Carter on a horse. And I'm pretty sure that was that day. And he looked exactly like I remember, smiling, casual, in a field on a horse. And I just still can't believe that was the happy surprise of my first vacation. Okay, so that was a bit of an extreme surprise. But again, the surprises in our adventures can be small. And if we're open to them and looking out for them with a sense of childlike wonder and possibility, we're going to recognize it when it happens and feel the joy of it. And it will just make the entire experience richer. So there you have it. My three elements of a great adventure, rich sensory experience, a bit of dramatic tension, and a happy surprise. Now I'm curious how you would answer the question. What are a few components of a great journey for you? I encourage you to think about it. If you have a journal practice, maybe jot your thoughts down. Even better, share your thoughts with me. You can reach me at stephanie at yourbeautifulbaggage.com. Stephanie at yourbeautifulbaggage.com is my email. Or go on to my website, yourbeautifulbaggage.com, and look for my links to Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And go to one of those links and tag me. And if you don't mind, I might share your story or your thoughts with the community in a later episode. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Beautiful Baggage. I'll see you next time.